Welcome to Heartspeak Podcast, episode 172, Rules, Rituals, and Rhythms. Welcome to the Heartspeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world. You are welcome into my life, and thank you for inviting me into yours. It's so good to be here, and I hope you're enjoying the beginning of this new year, especially now that that huge portal that opened around the solstice has now closed. I'm sure I wasn't the only one that was having many dreams, having difficulty sleeping. So much was going on, and now I can breathe out, sleep deeper, and allow my dreams to settle. But there is still lots going on in the sky. I'm going to share that with you, including our full moon in Cancer that's coming close. So first, let's talk about why I decided to call this podcast about rules, about rituals, and about rhythms. I've been very aware of how much our lives are ruled by different belief systems that we carry. This isn't something new, I know. But those rules should be those that give us a freedom, that should expand us, should encourage us to step out into the world. But many a time they control us. They make us feel small, inadequate. They make us feel helpless or powerless. And when they have any hierarchical energy to them, they have a tendency to say, these are all the steps you have to go through before you can reach enlightenment, <laughs> the next level, whatever it is. And that's why how-to books are so successful. How to become a better person, how to be a better sports person, how to look better. I'm sure I'm not the only person that has some of those books on my shelves. But that how-to is those rules by which we have defined what it is to be a member of society. And those rules may not have come necessarily from somebody else. They may be within our core. We may have learned from a very young age, how do I make people happy? How do I fit in? How do I make sure that I don't get hurt? All of these are rules that we could say helped us to survive. But those survival rules now be, may be ruling us, keeping us in a helpless small state. And so what I'm wanting to speak about today is not necessarily breaking the rules, but breaking our ties to those rules, expanding our awareness beyond those rules. And some of that comes when we realize we're not small and inadequate and having to go through all these steps before we have the right to even question what's going on. And I think we're seeing that, of course, mirrored in our outer world. Those that we might have given power to, given authority to, are now being seen like that little boy within a big king's suit. That's the image I get, the emperor's clothes, but he's just a little tiny man inside. And I'm seeing that come. It's not 
that these people have to lose their power, in other words, be brought to justice, although I believe that will also happen, but we have to stop empowering them. We have to stop giving them power because when we take away or take back who we are and allow ourselves to say, I actually like who I am. I will set my own rules. And these rules are not limited by someone who is telling me that I'm not enough. Then they no longer can continue in the path they've been taking. And that's what's happening. So as we're moving forward, and this seems very pertinent to this full moon in Cancer that's coming up around the 16th, 17th of January, I'm sure you're seeing how the moon is becoming larger and larger in the sky in terms of its light. Recognize that this moon in Cancer, Cancer is all about family and children and being a child and wanting the comforts of childhood and wanting all the beauty around you to be joyful and happy. Well, I think this full moon in Cancer is actually asking us to grow up, if I'm honest. It's saying, okay, that was fine when you were a child, but you're no longer a child. And so this full moon in Cancer tells me that it's time for us to, as we grow up, mature in our relationships with our family, maybe with our children, with our partner, where are we still acting small? Because Venus and Mercury are both retrograde, Venus is about in Capricorn at the moment, and Mercury is also telling us, maybe I need to communicate that I'm unhappy, maybe I need to tell people how I feel. And I think that Venus and Mercury are both saying, quieten, you've done enough talking back off, or maybe more talking isn't going to be the answer. What is it you, we want when we speak? I want someone to say they're sorry. I want to say, want them to say they're gonna change. I want, I think this is a time, Venus in Capricorn is, what is my agenda? What's my underlying agenda for this conversation? What's my underlying agenda and Am I living in cloud cuckoo land that I will ever receive any of what I'm looking for? You see, with great respect to any of you who have cancer in your natal chart, cancer has a tendency to hide away from situations that are not happy. They go under a shell, they go inside their own shell, this is the crab, and say, tell me when everybody's happy again and then I'll come out and play. Because really for poor cancer, which is very sensitive, and this is a time where you're, we'll all feel sensitive, psychically sensitive, we may pick up on the unhappiness of the world. But many a time, what we're really saying is, please don't be unhappy because you're making me feel bad. So it's time to harden up that skin, maybe develop a stronger shell. Because only when we recognize that, hang on a minute, their unhappiness is not my problem. I am not responsible for their choices. So when we can harden up and just say, okay, you're unhappy. If there's something I can do to help, let me know. Otherwise, I'm not going to share and take on your unhappiness. I'm not going to become childlike again. Because that's part of the 
part of the role of the child. The, the child doesn't have any other way of working. So it says, okay, if I take on dad or mum's unhappiness, maybe then we'll all feel harmonious again and everything will be good. Well, we're not children anymore. We have other tools. We can actually walk away. We can actually say enough. And that's what I think this full moon is saying. Certainly in relationship with Pluto, which is right next to the sun, with our Venus in Capricorn there, it's saying enough. I'm not following the rules of emotional engagement anymore that have kept us tied together in this really unhealthy soup. It doesn't fit me. It doesn't meet my needs. And I'm now going to take care of my inner child, not necessarily even my wounded inner child. I'm going to take care of my inner child. I'm going to find people around me who actually do bring love without conditions, where I can go out into nature and find that love, that, that resonance, that rhythm that I'm looking for that allows me to know that actually the, the home I'm looking for, the family I'm looking for, may not even be here on this planet, may not be amongst people. But I'm not coming from a place of smallness. I'm coming from a place of expansion. I'm seeking a resonance now with those who I can truly call my soul family, my star family. Does that make sense? I hope so. So this may be a time when family issues come up with issues with your children or of you as a child. This is a time to say enough, to be able to step away and to recognize that what we're looking for is a resonance with what I've called the cosmic laws before, truth, justice, balance, not that which has to hide away when things aren't like that, but where we can step out and we can actually say, I feel in harmony with the earth. I feel in harmony with myself. This is an important part of this Cancer full moon. So what does that mean? Well, the reason I put ritual into the subject matter was I feel that sometimes we do rituals just to follow the rules. If I do this and this and this, then I will. If I wear these clothes, if I look this way, they're all rituals, they're habits, they're behaviors. You may have other rituals that involve lighting a candle or prayers or altar meditation, but rituals don't have to be anything that is, we could say, spiritual. It can be my ritual is getting up and making a cup of coffee before I go to the shower. My ritual may be always doing this before. I want us all to look at our so-called rituals. What do we do in the morning? What's your ritual? Oh, I can't survive without my coffee. Oh, I, I need to do this before I do this. All of these rituals are fine. They're, they're a way of us settling our day. If I do this and this and this, then I can set a rhythm for the rest of my day. All right, that's what I'm talking about. So what's your ritual 
in the morning? What's your ritual before you go to bed? But are these rituals ones that bring harmony and happiness to your life? Yes, of course they do. <laughs> or are they ones which you have attached to them a sense of should and must and ought? I really must make the bed before I go out in the morning or I need to do my washing up. I know some of you may say, I don't do any of that. My ritual is never to do any of that. But again, is your untidy ritual just, again, a sense of rebellion against anybody telling you to do something? So please look at your rituals in the morning. Look in your rituals in the evening. Look at your rituals when you go and visit your family. What is it that happens? And is this coming from a place of openness, a place of peacefulness, a place of, of cooperation, or is it coming from a place of fear? And if we have rituals that are fear-based, even maybe going to the gym, do you really want to go to the gym? Is it something that brings you joy or do you do it because you should? And that's what Venus in Capricorn, which I keep going on about, but Venus in Capricorn, this Capricorn sun, Pluto in Capricorn are all saying, this is a time to let go or transform any rituals that are based on the should, must, ought and the feeling that you're not adequate unless you do these things, all right? And they may also have come from church, religion, they may have come from school, they may have come from family, an organization. What organization is organizing your life? And it doesn't matter the source of this. Where have we personalized our God? as this person who tells us what to do. Where are they coming from? Where are these rules? And am I living out these rituals that do not serve me? All right. So ritual really means setting a rhythm. What you're asking is, what is the rhythm I wish to live by? And is it one that, again, brings me expansion or is it one that contracts me? So what is the rhythm? Where do I feel at home? Where do I feel that my inner child can play? So what's that rhythm? That's what I want to, to be part of our lives. And I was reading or you know, listening to someone talk very interestingly about just looking at the sun in the morning. Now, don't blind yourself. But when the sun rises, and again, those of us who are living in the Northern Hemisphere, it's slightly easier at this time since it's not rising in the middle of the night. But that sunrise, as soon as that sun enters in through our eyes, it's not just inspiring our eyes, it goes to every cell. And what he was saying is that I think 10 to 15% of our genes, our DNA, literally change, wake up in that moment express themselves and that's not only just that piece he's saying the sunlight has this amazing effect on our body and that probably 80 percent of our genes will actually change according to whether the sun uh, we see the sun today now some of you might live in in places where there isn't much sun but even getting out in daylight and i thought when i was listening to him speak about how Vitamin D has been seen as 70% of adults have, lacky, uh, have a lack of vitamin D. And we see that vitamin D lack is a, a, a large predicator 
for developing COVID and other immune problems. So is it the fact that we spend so much time inside or we go to a mall or where there's artificial light? Vitamin D comes from sunlight. Yes, we also need to take it probably as a vitamin as well. But the fact of the matter is sunlight is our power. And most traditions I've studied will say, go and at least watch the sunrise. And when that sunrise comes in, it affects our pituitary gland, our pineal gland. And it also then affects every cell of our body. One of the exercises you may have heard me speak about is, even if you're not looking at the sunrise, imagine the sunrise rising up along your roots, the roots that are deeply embedded in the soil, uh, metaphorically, but sending your roots into the ground and then imagining the sun rising up, up through your roots, up through your legs, up through your body, bringing alive your DNA. Because this DNA is not just about, uh, you know, two strands coming together. This is a multi-dimensional DNA. This is a portal. Your DNA is a portal to other dimensions has nothing to do with, with what's going on in this planet at this moment. In other words, it's not totally affected by the virus, etc. This is an awakening that happens. And the more we open ourselves to these other dimensions, as well as the one we're living in, the less we're affected by things that are happening just in the, that third dimension or that third density. That makes sense? So if you get the chance, watch the sunrise. Please don't blind yourself. Just allow it to enter your third eye. You can even have your eyes closed at that time. Allow it just to come through the third eye and imagine it wakening up these multiple levels of your DNA. And at the same time, if the sun is you're not watching it, you can imagine it rising up through your body. The second way is to have your feet on the ground. Again, many of you have snow on the ground, so this wouldn't be a great time to do this. But imagining, again, if you're on the ground floor, you have your ability to feel that your feet are as close to the ground as possible, send down the roots into the earth, especially in the morning, because what we understand, that dragon energy, that telluric energy is more powerful in the morning than at any other time. It dies off in the day. So allowing that energy, those electrons to come into your body, once again, changes the density, the, the, the damage that may be caused in your body, it changes it, not because it's healing it, it's enlivening it. It's bringing the life force back into your physical body so it remembers who it is. So I would suggest those two things, letting the sun rise and wherever you can, especially in the morning, allow yourself to imagine these electrons coming up from deep within the earth, changing your body, wakening up and supporting your mitochondrial DNA, really important for health. And know that that happens. It's like the magic that's available. It's not something you have to now follow the rules because Christine said this. It's just do it because this is what's natural. It's following the cosmic laws. It's saying, this is who I am. I'm a natural, beautiful lightning rod for creativity. And I'm a light being. And I don't need to jump through any hoops to tell me that I am that. So my final piece for today 
is to talk about Uranus, dear old Uranus in Taurus. This is turning on January the 16th, which means that it's stationary now and then will also be stationary a week after that. So for these two weeks, you may feel a little bit more jittery because Uranus is about sudden, unexpected changes happening in Taurus, in the Earth. So I was just looking to see that there's a huge storm that's coming across the United States in the next few days, bringing ice and changing weather and wind. Expect the unexpected over these next two weeks. And at the same time, so we have the, the full moon in Cancer, we have this Uranus turn in Taurus, and we have the north and south nodes turning as well, going from Gemini and Sagittarius to Taurus and Scorpio. So I think expect the unexpected, the secrets to come to the surface, the, the land actually starting to show us that she's not standing for any of this anymore. She's throwing off anything that is not in harmony with us. And she's bringing Omicron through everybody to say, I am resetting your immune system, whether you're ready or not. And I see that we're going to see far more dis dismissing of the story that somehow humanity has caused all the problems in the climate. We are undergoing such changes. It's not the sun having lots of sun flares. It's the fact that the sun is so quiet that we are receiving this cosmic energy in ways we haven't done you know, for a very long time. We're wakening up. And at the same time, the magnetic differences between the North and South Pole are almost minuscule. So we are also noticing that we're not being pulled in all directions. We're just receiving this, this center point. We're being taken back to our center point of who we are. And this is disturbing those who would rather we stayed in a polarized state of being a small child who has caused all the problems. No more. I will take ownership of what I've caused. I will be responsible. I am an adult and I'm not giving power to anybody who tells me otherwise. This is a time for us to take back our power, to stop financing situations that are totally corrupt and to speak out for who we are. We are these amazing cosmic beings of light who are here now and we don't have to jump through any hoops to be who we truly are. And with that, I wish you a wonderful week and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Heart Speak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, the Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heart Speak.